Welcome to Goddess Works, a podcast exploring goddess-centered spiritual practice and honoring the magic in the ordinary and the sacred in the everyday. This is Molly Reamer with Bridget's Grove in association with our Patreon at patreon.com slash Bridget's Grove. Thanks so much for being here. Hello, it's Molly Reamer with Bridges Grove, and I just wanted to make a little mid-month note of encouragement for you about 30 Days of Goddess. And first of all, I want to thank you for participating in whatever way you are. And uh, so thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for reading along. And uh, second... If you haven't been participating, I want to offer you the word note of encouragement that it is not too late to begin. And when I designed this practice, it was with the idea that it could be used at any time uh, for any 30-day period. And uh, so while I am participating in it live at this point, you can start, if you start tomorrow, you can just start tomorrow and you can continue for 30 days from tomorrow. Uh, Or you can, uh, it doesn't even have to be 30 continuous days, you can practice, skip a day, then do another day. And uh, likewise, though, I had a couple of tips or things to share with you about that um, because something that I notice in a lot of contexts not just with this but with um, lots of different things there is a tendency to feel like you're getting behind or that you're too late or you've missed your chance or that you need to catch up and so the first tip I'm going to offer is that uh, to uh, uh, cast aside that notion of trying to catch up so as I noted you can start your 30 days at any time but the other thing that you can do is if we're on day 15 or day 16 or day 17 you can just start right there with day 16 day 17 and join right in and I think I've noticed that a lot of people, myself included, can hobble themselves by thinking, I have to go backwards. I have to, I missed a day, I skipped this video, I missed doing my page that I meant to do, I didn't write in my journal, whatever it is, about all kinds of things, yoga, you know, listening to uh, podcasts that you subscribe to, the task of catching up becomes too overwhelming. And so you just don't do it at all. And so I'm going to suggest the radical notion that you don't need to worry about catching up and you just start exactly where you are with that exact day, like where you are with what you have. And don't try to catch up. Don't go backwards. Don't rewind. (laughs) Now is the time. Begin. And uh, that really helps me. I have to employ that. I am, um, I mentioned yoga because I'm taking a, I'm doing a 31 day, uh, meditation and yoga challenge with Peter Walters right now. And I was, I got off, off track at the beginning. And so I was trying to watch the replays for the videos. And then finally I realized I'm just going to, I'm not ever, um, I'm missing the current moment because I'm trying to go backwards into a moment that has already passed. And so I just started with the current live video that he was doing and I connected and now I haven't missed a day since then because I allowed myself to let go of the pressure of trying to catch up with what I'd missed. 
I'm just not going to catch up with what I missed. I'm going to start with where I am with what I have. And so that's what I would like to suggest to you also is that you can just start right now with the current day and just go from there. The other thing I wanted to note is that there's different ways to engage with this practice. And so if you prefer to take a photo, like a photo prompt, you may totally do that. If you don't really like writing, you can draw. If you prefer to cut, cut out you know, quotes or, or words or stamp, do um, rubber stamps of words on your pages, you can do that. If you prefer to share a little something via Instagram, you can do that. If you prefer to write privately, you can. I've been really inspired and encouraged to see all the different approaches people are taking to this practice. I intentionally created something that was very simple and very open-ended with just the kind of the most basic of approaches and I've really enjoyed seeing the directions people are going so some people are drawing a goddess oracle card for every day some people are drawing a tarot card for every day some people are combining this practice with other favorite practices that they have Um, some people are drawing some people are copying out favorite quotes some people are copying out song lyrics some people are including photographs they've taken that they've then printed and put into their little prayer book some people are writing original prayers some people are copying down prayers that I've written or that other people have written and they're including those so there's all kinds of different things to do and even if it's just as simple as reading the word for the day and holding that word in your heart as you go through the day like it's as simple as knowing that the word is hope and then carrying that idea of hope forward with you in your heart for the rest of the day uh it doesn't have to be you don't have to write anything (laughs) or perform in any way and uh and then i've shared before that the the just the um body-based prayer for ordinary transitions where you do one hand to your heart move or one hand to your forehead then move that hand to your heart and then move that hand to your belly and as just kind of a body-based way of dropping in checking in so you can read the word touch forehead heart belly that can be enough but um so anyway the idea is that you're not getting behind (laughs) and uh but then the other idea is that you can continue a 30-day cycle like starting from any point And uh, then the other thing I wanted to touch on is that value of the um, morning as a morning practice opportunity because I do really find it's important to hold morning sacred and to create like a a non-negotiable just core thing that you most value in the morning. And I know people have different timelines, different body calendar preferences, or not calendar, body uh, rhythm preferences, and they have different natural inclinations. They have different workplaces, different times they have to get up. They have, um, you know, different responsibilities. So not to minimize those different responsibilities that may alter your ability to uh, commit to a morning practice. I do really, so, so, uh, so maybe I'll toss out the idea of morning and just say daily, like really, really find that a daily practice holds so much power and, um, nourishment compared to a 
periodic practice. And so us, and so what I would like to offer is the suggestion, the reminder, the encouragement to do what it is that you most want, that you're most like craving or that you most want as soon as possible after you get up in the morning. Like if, so if it's, yeah, like give, give yourself that thing that you most want in the morning and that will be um and then barring the morning if the morning isn't possible then when you commit make the commitment to daily even if what happens is very very small and minimalist that's daily is preferable to randomly or every once in a while And uh, so then that connects to my other tip, which is make sure that you keep your practice, if it's daily, that it's simple enough, small enough to hold you. And if, um, you know, it's wonderful to do elaborate ceremonies and beautiful rituals and to have lots of tools and special things that we use, but sometimes those, all the... um, all the trimmings, so to speak, can make the task too big to get to. So if you hop up and you've got a tight work schedule or you have kids that need you or you have caregiving responsibilities for a parent or loved one or something like that, um, if what you idealize for yourself is, you know, a beautiful 30 minutes with candles and music and meditation time and writing sparkling words of shimmering genius, uh, that on a hard day might feel too big, like too much, like it's more than you have in you. And so then you skip and then you feel bad about yourself because you missed it. And then you feel like you need to catch up. And then the next day you feel like you have more to do than you, you don't have time to create the special feeling that you wanted to create. And so then you lose the sense of connection or the sense of nourishment from the practice. And it starts to feel like something on your to-do list or something that in which you are quote unquote failing. And so I just want to suggest, remind, encourage that you want your daily practice experience to be small and manageable and and nourishing so kind of the smallest dollop of the daily sacred that you can promise to yourself and then if you can do more then yay bonus you did more but um the basic commitment um i just really want to encourage you to have that be something that's small enough to fit into your life as it is not your life as you imagine it could be not your life as you think somebody else's life is not your life as um you know, seems like it might be perfect for another person's, um, you know, dream or not what you read in a book, but instead your actual life where you actually are at this actual moment, what fits, what fits with that actual life that you're living. And uh, one of my favorite things to remember for myself is not to argue with reality. (laughs) And, uh, I got that from Wayne Dyer a long time ago, but uh, sometimes when we feel dissatisfied or 
or wrong, like we're doing things wrong. It's because we're arguing with reality and we're trying to shoehorn something into our lives that doesn't fit with the reality of how we are currently living. And so I want to, I do want to also acknowledge this some discernment there. So if you're feeling like you, this can be an opportunity to create change for yourself. So if you are in a habit that isn't fulfilling and that isn't nourishing, uh, and you can maybe replace that with something that is nourishing, that's great. Um, I'm more thinking of, you know, the fantasy version, and then your real life doesn't match the fantasy version, and so then you argue with reality because you're trying to get it to match the fantasy version. So I'm not saying that you don't need to improve or that you don't want to improve or change or grow or deepen or expand. Like those are all wonderful things. And uh, so I certainly don't want you to hold yourself back from, you know, digging deep and going far. But I do want to remind you that you have a human sized life and, um, and that you have a real life. And so the practice to which you commit needs to fit with the actual, with your actual, um, reality as it is unfolding for you. And so the other thing I wanted to mention is that it's, um, uh, oh yes, that this experience and your other experiences too can be small. Uh, and I think sometimes there is the urge to have it have there be these moments of flash and fire you know this the direct guidance or the um, clear vision or the important message and uh, sometimes it's a quiet space in uh, which to feel your heartbeat and to hear that longing that nudges up from your soul and and sometimes it can be a moment of pause in the middle of a swirling life. So just that barest of seconds, forehead, heart, belly, here I am right in the middle of it all. And that's the, that's the moment. No flash, no fire, just you and your heart where you are. And uh, that's not to say you can't have big magical moments too, but I don't want to see us discount or minimize all the many small magics and everyday enchantments of our lives um, because we think they're not big, fancy, and special enough. So your own small magic is uh, powerful and your own small magic is enough. And so I would like to close with, um, I had a different poem picked out, but that is not where I am in my little journal pages. So I'm going to close with this one instead. And, uh, so may I deepen into stillness. May I deepen into presence. May I deepen into listening. May I deepen into trusting what I know. May I allow myself this space to listen and to grow. And I did also want to mention that 
If you would like to continue to work with me over this year, you are welcome to become a patron on Patreon. If you are not a patron already, patreon.com slash Bridget's Grove. And we are going to spend all year together this year working through goddess-centered practices and uh, spiritual practices intended to nourish, sustain, support, encourage, and inspire you. So you are welcome to join in if you would like to do that. And uh, no matter what, thank you for being here and thank you for taking part in this process, this experiment, this endeavor as we discover and uncover together. So many blessings to you. Bye-bye.